Miami Dolphins have moved on from former Boston College linebacker Brian Flores, who was their head coach. We'll talk all about this. We'll get into Jeff Halfley and much more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Tuesday, everyone. It is absolutely frigid here in Massachusetts. I hope you guys are staying warm wherever you are. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with Sonos Arc, the premium smart soundbar for TV, movies, music, gaming, and more. Finish Sonos.com to learn more. On Monday, Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores was fired by... Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins. Now, why am I talking about this? Because Brian Flores is a class of 03 linebacker who had experience with the Boston College Eagles. And whenever there's Boston College news here on Lockdown Boston College, we love to bring it to you and give you our perspective. Now, I want to talk about this specifically because Flores... I'm an AFC guy, East guy. I'm sure you guys listen at home. You can hear my Boston accent come through and you're like, oh, AJ, I wish you could get rid of some of that. But I have watched Brian Flores, I thought, do really well. And this is coming from an outsider's perspective. You know, he won eight straight games to end the season this year after a tough beginning of the year in which Tua was hurt, Tua Tagovailoa, their quarterback. But... He also, I mean, I just watched the game on Sunday. Game Boston, not Boston College, New England versus Miami in in Miami. And he absolutely spanked Bill Belichick, who is arguably one of the best coaches of all time. And he made him look foolish out there at times. And this wasn't a one-time thing. He was 4-2 and two against Belichick. Most Belichick disciples don't do all that well against him. Brian Flores did. And he had that team going in the right direction. Now, you know, I can take my outsider's perspective and go, why is this happening? There's a few things I've heard since about why Flores was released. First of all, there was a butting of heads over Tua because for um, it seemed like at the beginning of the season, I think it was Flores wanted Deshaun Watson and the ownership didn't want him. They were fighting back and forth. So there was a, a big clash between him and the ownership. So, you know, that's that's the kind of stuff that gets you fired, right? Like, if your boss doesn't agree with you, that's it. Now, does it make sense? No. I mean, I mean, does it is it is it right? No, but that's the way things crumble. And Brian Flores, there's a ton of jobs that opened on Monday, whether it was the Bears or Minnesota or Jacksonville or Houston if they open up. There's a lot of different opportunities, and I have to tell you, Brian Flores should be near the top of that because, you know, his he went 23-25 and 25 with the Miami Dolphins, right? As I said, he owned Bill Belichick. He struggled against Sean McDermott and the Bills. Bills are the best team right now in that division. But he took a Miami's Dolphins team that was a complete mess and got them respectable. They were in two straight, they were over 500 in two straight seasons. They had a, a quarterback they could build around, Tua. They have some t- some talent on that team. I think they're going in the right direction. And then you just go up and fire him? I mean, how many bad recycled coaches are there out there? How many times are we going to watch, you know, coach the Hugh Jackson, Jack, excuse me, Hugh Jackson, Pat Shermers? These guys' coaches always seem to come around, and they never do much of anything. But you know what? 
this is on Miami. Miami has to have put themselves backwards, unless they're going to go after Jim Harbaugh here. Uh, but, you know, Stephen Ross, their head coach, is a massive donor for Michigan and has already come out and said he's not going to do it. This move makes literally no sense to me, other than they get don't get along. You had a coach that was bringing you in the right direction, and you fired him. And you're going to get what you deserve, Miami, because you're in a conference with a good ownership in Pat Kraft and the New England Patriots, who are always coached very well. You have the Buffalo Bills that are going in the right direction, and you have the Jets. But... That I mean, you're going to be down there with the Jets now because you're going. You, I don't see a coach out there that is an immediate improvement over Brian Flores. And you know what? If your ownership is dilly dallying so much in the moves of your your coaches, if you don't trust what your coaches are doing, that is on the ownership. They need to let the coaches do the day to day stuff. They cannot jump into every decision. And that if you're going to hand tie Brian Flores, it sounds like that's what happened all season when the two of them were button heads. Then maybe it is the right decision. Still not going to be great for the team, but some team. I'm oh, sorry, the Bears were the other team I was thinking of that is going to have an opening. And any of these teams are going to be lucky to get Brian Flores because he's a young coach who's going in the right direction. You know, he had that all that experience with the Patriots. You know, he was a linebackers coach under Bill Belichick. He's showing he can be the coach. All those Miami players went to Twitter and then said a whole bunch of like you know, what the heck, WTF, all that kind of stuff. They all had Flores' back. And so whoever this new coach is going to be is going to walk into a landmine because they're going to be, all these players are going to be relating uh, Flores to all those players. I mean, to to that new coach. So it's going to be a tough situation. And God bless whoever walks into that because they're either going to have to blow that locker up because they're going to need to get all of Flores' guys out of there or they're going to, have to deal with possible mutiny because those players are going to be pissed off that the coach that they liked is gone. But for all of you Boston College folks that are hoping that there will still be a Boston College coach in the pros, I would guarantee next year Brian Flores will be a coach somewhere in the NFL. We'll have to wait and see where it goes. I mean, the Panthers is another team. I mean, gosh, there's so many teams I can't even think of um, that, that are looking for coaches. One of them is going to pick him. So, And just to tell you how screwy the NFL's hiring policy is, you have Flores getting fired after barely, uh, you know, having an eight-game winning streak to end the season. And then Joe Judge of the New York Giants, I knew I'd bring him up for you guys at home who are New York Giants fans, there's a few of you out there. He still has his job. After what he did with that program, with that team, and how much they regressed from last year, he still has a job. Brian Flores is in the unemployment line. The NFL's hiring policies and everything in between is a joke. And now Brian Flores will have to find another job. In a moment, we're going to talk about Jeff Halfley's uh, view on the transfer portal. I'm going to look into whether I agree with it or not and talk about what I think should be the policy and the kind of the philosophy around the transfer portal for Boston College. Hey, Eagles fans, this is AJ Black with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Just use promo code SCORE and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back on each gallon. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents a gallon on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back and there's no catch. 
the cash gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE. This is AJ Black, Locked On Boston College. If this is your first time listening to our show, I want to welcome you. And if you, we are a daily Boston College podcast. We do this five days a week. We have like 300 episodes or so in the queue from past season, uh, from the past season, past year. If you want some Boston College talk, go back and listen to some of our older episodes. And for you that have made this part of your daily routine, I appreciate each and every one of you. I put all my heart and soul into this podcast, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Boston College part of your daily list, uh, first listen every day. All right, so one thing that's been really interesting that's come up this offseason so far from Boston College has been the lack of news around the transfer portal. Now, if you've been paying attention, it's been blowing up. Just on Monday, it was crazy. Jackson Dart, the quarterback from uh, USC, entered the, the transfer portal. We are still seeing where Caleb Williams of Oklahoma is going to go. And where is, um, you know, Mike Williams, the, the wide receiver from Oklahoma, and all these other guys, where are they all going to go? Well, right now, Boston College isn't linked to anybody in the transfer portal. There's all these names out there, and I, I'm telling you guys, I am pretty good and linked into a lot of this stuff. I haven't heard Boston College linked to anyone. And this all kind of goes back to Jeff Halfley's comments he made during the bowl press conferences. He said, and he, he said this multiple times, so this isn't just a one-time thing. You know, he says, when we're building our program, what we're going to do is develop guys. We're not going to live in the transfer portal. I'm not going to bring in huge transfer portal classes. He even made specific notes about how sad he feels it is that high school seniors aren't getting a crack at it because teams are bringing in 10 to 12 transfers. And so he's made it abundantly clear that Boston College is not going to be those teams, you know, the teams like USC, uh, South Carolina, South California, Southern California, whatever one you want to pick, they're both doing it, that are just making mammoth transfer classes and even look at Alabama or Georgia you know each of them also have uh transfer portal guys as well I mean JT Daniels the backup quarterback from Georgia came from South California um but Boston College isn't going to go down that road and is this the right move is this going to bite them in the butt you can make an argument either way you could say the the the, the negative part of saying, hey, I'm going to just build off of my development, is you could be missing out on potential blue-chip guys. Guys like Phil Dracovic, Jaden Woodby, who, you know, maybe you wouldn't have been able to get in that first round of recruiting. But now you can bring them in and supplement your team. You could miss out on some of them. You could also miss out on guys that could help you right now. Like, you could get a guy, you know, for instance, right now, say, like, Boston College needs a stud tight end. We talked about this yesterday, and this is my position du jour. Everyone jokes that I talk about tight ends all the time. Ha, ha, ha. Yep. Anyways, say there's a stud tight end out there. You could go out and get him, and then you have your guy. But as Halfley would say, this isn't sustainable. You know, you could do that, and then what happens when you get that tight end is, yeah, it works great this year, but now you've burned all these freshmen and guys that you're developing because they're not going to get that chance to star. They're not going to get the chance that you promised them on the recruiting trail. And that's where this gets sticky, right? You have to be very, very careful on how you address the transfer portal with a team like Boston College. Like, yes, we want to go out there. Boston College wants to go out there and get a replacement for Trey Berry who replaced Hunter Long. But at what point 
Are you saying to your recruits and potential recruits on the recruiting trail, yeah, you guys are great, but we're just going to continue building from the transfer portal. That is going to burn you because these kids are going to notice that. They're going to hear from other coaches. Oh, you know, like Wake Forest could go in and say, hey, you know the guys at Boston College? They haven't had a true true recruit start at tight end since 2012 or, you know, something like that. They could do that kind of stuff and it could burn you. So – Jeff Halfley, in my perspective, has to be super careful about how he handles this transfer portal. The defensive end position is one I think would be a perfect opportunity because you look at the depth chart, right? you got Sheeta Salah, you have Donovan Nazaraku, and then you have no one with any playing experience. There's a massive depth. Like, you can't even build a too deep of playing guys because so, you have Marcus Valdez on the other bookend, but you don't have a backup in there. So what you could do there is find a grad transfer defensive end. That, I think, makes sense because you haven't been doing it year after year. That's a position that you could build and say, hey, I got some, you know, we got this here, and then, you know, after this year, you got, you know, you know, Quan Williams and Clive Wilson and uh, Nito Paula and all these other guys that could jump in and fill those spots. That kind of, you know, fills that spot out. You could do it there. You could do it, linebacker's a little trickier because, remember, you had Isaiah Graham Mobley. At what time are you, what point are you going to rip the Band-Aid off and say, all right, Bryce Steele, it's your chance to go out there. Or Owen McGowan, it's your chance to play. Because you got to do it. And so this is where Halfley has to be careful. He has a philosophy that I think you're going to see dividends pay out. And here's what it is. You know, instead of just diving in and getting all these, you know, uh, rehashes in the transfer portal, he's trying to upgrade Boston College's recruiting classes. And while other teams are just, you know, haphazardly just going through the transfer portal, grabbing guys here and there, he's going to be able to get better recruits. You're going to have higher end recruits that are going to come to Boston College. I mentioned a whole bunch of Massachusetts guys, Samson, Okunlola, uh, Jonel, Aguero, um, Hannafin. There's a whole bunch of guys around here. If you can show these recruits, hey, you're going to come here and you're going to play, we're going to develop you, you're going to have a leg up on all these other schools that are just, you know, running around grabbing kids out of the transfer portal. So I think Jeff Halfley has a point here, and I'm not too disappointed yet at the transfer portal. I still think Boston College is going to bring three to four guys in, and I think that's about what you should expect. You know, find those positions and places of need that Boston College needs depth or starters that can, like, impact stars. You need you need a pass rusher. You have to get that. You, you fix those issues, and then you let your guys do the rest. So I think as more and more of Jeff Halfley's guys come in, you're going to see a, a reliance on that portal lesson. I don't think it's going to be completely gone. But, I, it's, you know, I think that's where they're at. And, you know, for those folks out there that are like, you know, AJ, you're stupid— I'm not telling you what I'm saying. This is my, not my most of this is not my opinion. This is literally what Jeff Halfley says over and over and over again. So you may have in your brain like that he's lying or that that he's you know this is exactly not what he thinks. I don't think this is I don't think that's true. I think Halfley is being very truthful with the way that he views the transfer portal and you're seeing it right now. You don't see a ton of guys with offers, and that's for a reason. In our final segment, we're going to talk about uh, some of the news going around with Boston College, including a former positional coach that's heading on to play, uh, so, sorry, to coach 
with former Boston College offensive coordinator Ryan Day. Online would like to wish all of you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available to you for in 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Head on over to BetOnline, where the game starts. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. Thank you all for listening. If you have not done so already, hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast. And if you're listening on Apple iTunes or Spotify, make sure to give us a five-star review and tell people why you like Locked On Boston College. Now, let's give some women's basketball news because I know that's something uh, that has been really interesting of late. On Monday, the ACC gave out their weekly college basketball awards, including the women's, and Cam Schwartz, after scoring 39 points, was named ACC Women's Player of the Week. And Maria Gagdang, for the third week in a row, was named ACC Freshman of the Year, uh, Freshman of the Week. Again, showing where this talent is. All the talk going into the season was Taylor Soul. Cam Schwartz goes out there, has 39 points, ties a program record on Sunday against Clemson. Maria Gagdang is a true freshman, and she is playing incredible defense for the women. Now, they get back onto the court on Wednesday against Pitt, a game Boston College should win. And that, I mean, they're getting they're getting some good momentum here. I said it on yesterday's show. But the, it's great to see this group of, girl, of women get rewarded for the play that they had. Now, in terms of football news, um, a few notes. Uh, Justin Fry, former Boston College offensive coach, uh, line coach under Steve Adazio, who is currently with Chip Kelly at UCLA, uh, is going to be named the offensive line coach under Ryan Day, with Ohio State. Now, obviously, they know each other from their time at Boston College. They have a, a relationship. I'm sure Chip Kelly gave him a word, um, glowing recommendation because Chip and Ryan Day are, are close. They know each other. They work together. Um, this is this is the offensive line coach that was there in 2013 when uh, Andre Williams ran for uh, you know all those yards and became a Heisman candidate. So, you always like to see former Boston College coaches continue to do well. He's won. And Ben Albert, I don't think we talked about this on the podcast, he lost his job after Duke um, head coach David Cutcliffe stepped down. He's going to be with the UMass Minutemen. He is reunited with Don Brown. Ben Albert was a defensive line coach under Boston College. Uh, you know, during those, some of those times, I think it was during Harold Landry and Zach Allen years, he was there. Um, you know, a really good up-and-coming young coach. Uh, it's a good hire for UMass. Just going to be frank with that. That's a good one. And in terms of the transfer portal news, um, a name that popped up that I'm sure Boston College fans are going to want to know more about was Connie Walker, who was a defensive back for Louisville, who was a class of 2021. Uh, he was, you know, playing for them. He entered the transfer portal. Now, why does that name sound familiar? He was committed to Boston College. Um, you know, he committed to Jeff Halfley. They have a relationship. I'm just going to say, I don't know behind the scenes of anything weird between him and the coaches. I, I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying, I think it ended kind of weird. I know he committed and recommitted like three different times. I don't see him committing to, uh, to back to Boston College. I don't know where he's going to end up, but I know he was a name that many people were like, ooh, I know who he is. Will he end up at Boston College? I'm going to say no. Um I, you know, he may, maybe there's a, a relationship I don't know about, but he's a name that I don't think will be at BC. 
Well, thank you all for listening today. That ends our episode. On Thursday, we're going to, uh, sorry, on Friday, we're going to be joined by Mitch Wolf. On tomorrow's show, we are going to talk about the national title game. I'll give you my thoughts on the game itself. I know it doesn't involve Boston College, but hey, it's one of the big news of the day. I really want to get into uh, the ins and outs of that and talk about whether Georgia won or Alabama. We'll give you all our thoughts on that. I didn't want to record this after the game because I like to sleep. Um, but this is AJ Black. You can follow me all on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. You can follow the Twitter account of this show at Lockdown BC. We have some great, uh, it's an easy way to get the new episodes if you do that. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. YouTube is absolutely free to sign up. You just hit, you hit um, sign up, get yourself a name and user account hit that subscribe button you can get all of the episodes sent directly to you and you'll get notified whenever there's a new one it's a nice way to listen to it at work and it helps the podcast listening on youtube helps more than listening to on itunes so if you want to try that out check that out thank you all for listening and have a great and warm day take care everyone